If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show. Destination listening for dedicated golfers, and you can stop looking now because you found it. It's Tea to Green, it's the golf show. Hello to all and welcome. Jay Ritchie with Jerry Evans, thanking you for listening today. We got producer Robert DeCosa in master control and a big show teed up and ready to go. The PGA Tour regular season is over. The postseason, known as the FedEx Cup playoffs, began this weekend in Memphis at the St. Jude Classic, minus the players, of course, who jumped to the Saudi-backed Live Tour. Some of them sued to get into the FedEx playoffs, but... Earlier this week, a judge ruled against them and ruled for the PGA Tour. And today, on Tee to Green, we will look at the latest in the golf showdown between the two tours, the Live Tour and the PGA Tour. That's coming up later in the hour here on Tee to Green. Up first, the National Golf Foundation and Golf Data Tech have released their mid-year rounds played report Every month, golf courses in the U.S. report their numbers of rounds played. Numbers show rounds were up in June, but down for the year. And Eric Matuszewski with the National Golf Foundation will be here today to talk about those numbers and what's behind those numbers as far as the popularity and the playing of golf these days in the United States of America. It's all coming up on Peter Green. The sun is coming up. I'm on the tee at seven. I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot. Though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots. Oh, Lord. What club should I choose? You know, I'm lost out in the forest. Here we are, America's longest-running network radio golf show. The website, t2greenradio.com. Like us on our Facebook page as well. With Jerry Evans, I'm Jay Ritchie. Robert DeCoe's in Master Control. We are teeing it up next with Eric Matuszewski of the National Golf Foundation right here on t Green.
Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At the United States Postal Service, we deliver with advanced technology and equipment so we can reach over 160 million addresses across the country. We're delivering for thinkers, doers, movers, shakers, groundbreakers, future makers, innovators, trailblazers, disruptors, streamers, dreamers. So no matter what business you're in, we'll always be delivering for you. USPS, delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com delivering. How do you make the most of your land? If you ask the Wrens, who run with us on a John Deere mower, they tell you... I mow first, then I do all the trimming. But the Hubbards, who work behind the wheel of a John Deere compact tractor, would say... If it's something you want, just go after it and try it. Then there's the Mosers, who may mention from the seat of their John Deere Gator UTV... You can't be all working on play. There are millions of ways to make the most of your land. Learn how to make the most of yours at Deere.com. Nothing runs like a deer. Golfers listen because we speak their language every Sunday right here on Tee to Green, the golf show. That language is golf. Happy to be back with you and another edition of the big show coming your way with Jerry Evans. I'm Jay Ritchie. Thanks so much for joining us today and being the most important part of what we do each and every Sunday. That's right, and it's great to be back uh, here on, on the show as well as uh, we celebrate another great uh, Morning here in Colorado. Hope you're having good weather wherever you're at. A little dark in here this morning. We're doing the show from, from my house again. And I had a light bulb burn out, one of those freeway bulbs. So oh, I, I thought had, you had a bright idea or uh, something. No, well, I had I tried. <laughs> um, so I had one of those three-way light bulbs, and right. a new one, and I put it in, and it's only 
a one way. It's not going. It's, not, <laughs> it's on the dimmest level right now. So did you read the I, directions? Yeah, I read. Well, there weren't any directions. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm just checking. But if you, I need a flashlight to see you sitting across <laughs> from me over this morning. Uh, on the show today, big legal win for the PGA Tour in its battle with the Live Tour earlier this week. We'll talk about that. Right. Also, Forbes came out with a list of the ten wealthiest golfers, the highest-earning golfers in the past year. Are you number 11? Uh, I'm not. I'm nowhere near that list. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind being like number 1,000 on yeah, that. Yeah, I'd take it. <laughs> Our first guest is standing by and ready to go. It's been a while since we talked to Eric Matuszewski of the National Golf Foundation. You know, every month, uh, golf courses around the country report their rounds played to golf data tech and the national golf foundation they take all those numbers they throw them in a big hopper and they come up with their uh rounds played report this past couple of weeks they came out with the uh mid-year rounds report rounds played report uh for golf in the usa and eric is joining us right now to talk about that like i said been a while since we had him on the show but he's back with us today here on t to green hello eric welcome back good morning guys yes it's good to be back thanks for having me again yeah how are things in your world these days well i can't complain certainly uh certainly busy golf is in an interesting spot i think as we all know right now there's a lot going on beyond what's happening with with live and the pga tour you know it's the majority of golf and the golf business in this country has to do with us regular Joes who get out there on the weekends and play all these millions of rounds that we see every year. So it's uh, it's been fun to track. Yeah, Eric, uh, you might have heard Jay talking about the 10 most wealthiest golfers in, in the world. Uh, are you on that list? <laughs> I wish I was. I wish I was within even sneaking distance of that. But uh, unfortunately, <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be a nice. That would be a nice list to be on. That's, yeah, it really would. That's for sure. So the National Golf Foundation and Golf Data Tech, you guys team up uh, for these numbers uh, pretty much on a monthly basis, and all these golf courses around the country report their rounds played to you. All right, now, when it's not every course that reports, but let's talk about the courses. Are they public courses? Are they private courses? A combination. How how do you come up with this criteria for these numbers? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, it's going to be a geographic mix, and it's going to be a mix of all the different types of facilities that you're mentioning. So we have uh, a lot of private, a lot of municipal courses, and a lot of daily fee, in addition to the resort courses. So it's a really good, broad cross-section that gives us a uh, a national picture, as well as some really good regional data. You know, we have state-by-state, and we have a lot of the major cities as well. So, you know, we ask operators uh, every month, to try and contribute their rounds. And, you know, obviously we know that there's a lot going on, but, you know, this is something that we aggregate and we do it anonymously at the, uh, you know, for the sake of the industry. It's one of those really good metrics that, uh, you know, I think everybody kind of looks to and says, well, how are things going? How are rounds going? It gives us really good insight into engagement and, you know, what people are doing on a regular basis. How much are they playing? How much are they uh, paying? Breaking it down even further, uh can you like assess some of the courses or uh, the rounds that are played in some of the bigger states, or or uh, how do you break that down further 
let's say like New York, California, Florida, uh, how do you break that down so that uh, how they're represented in this overall study? Yeah, so we'll be able to segment it geographically so we have it into different, we have uh, eight different regions more broadly across the United States. So you'll have, you know, your Northeast, your kind of Midwest around the Great Lakes, you have your Pacific Northwest and, um, you know, certainly your, your Southeastern states. But then we can look at it a little bit more granularly when we talk about the states. And, you know, when we get to that point, you're able to see some of the impacts that, let's say, weather has had on this year. And so, you know, right now, I think it's, you know, it makes sense to be kind of talking about where things are with rounds because we're at the midway point of the year. So, you know, right now we're gathering July data. That's, we're in the process of reaching out to facilities nationwide, gathering the rounds played from this past, past month and then putting those together. But we have six months of rounds played data in the can right now. So we're able to take a look back at you know, January to June and say, how does that compare to last year? And so obviously that's a big question. These past two years have been really unique for the game because of the COVID effect. You know, a lot of people have been getting out there and playing probably more than ever. Last year in the United States, we had more rounds of golf played at the 16,000 plus courses across the country than ever before in our nation's history. So, you know, you, you hear things from time to time about is golf struggling? Um, the numbers just don't bear that out. People got out last year more than ever. So, you know, it makes sense to kind of look where we are at the halfway pole this year and say, well, how do we stack up against what was a record-setting year? And, um, you know, through June, we're 6% off of last year's pace, which isn't too bad, especially when you consider that's a record total that we're comparing it to. Now, if we go a little bit more granularly, like you were talking about, you know, we're able to see the effects of weather, and especially in parts of the country that are pretty golf-saturated. A lot of golf courses, a lot of golfers in the Northeast. I'm in the Northeast. I'm in New Jersey. That's where uh, you're, you're talking with me from today. And we had a really slow start to the season in states like New York, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and that's bared out in the year-to-date data. You know, I can look down the list and I can see that New Jersey is about 11% off of last year's mid-year total. So we can tell the weather has had a very big impact on that. It's also had an impact in states like Minnesota, Michigan, Ohio, Wisconsin, very rich in golf courses. Michigan, for example, has the third most golf courses in the country behind only Florida and California. A lot of people are surprised to hear that. But So when you have a weather impact like that, a slower start to the season, all of a sudden you're playing from a little bit behind the eight ball. And we're trying to play catch up at this point. So when you hear rounds are down, you have to kind of put some context behind that, right? We're down compared to last year's record totals. And we're down in large part because of a little bit slower start because of weather rather than interest. Eric Matashevsky with this National Golf Foundation you guys get reports, Eric, from uh, around 2,000 golf courses. There's something like 10,000 golf courses in the United States, maybe a little higher than that even. You feel it's a pretty representative cross-section of golf courses that you guys get reports from? Yeah, definitely so. So, you know, and you're right, there's there's 16,000, just over, just north of 16,000 golf courses. And, you know, I know that's kind of a, for some people it might be a, little bit nebulous number, but to put that in context, 
There are more golf courses in this country than McDonald's. There's more golf courses in this country than Starbucks stores. So there's a lot of places to play. Um, and if we're able to just get uh, even 10% of that, it's incredibly representative. So we're able to get a very good, strong cross-section of reporting data that is uh, extremely accurate when it comes to the, uh, the rounds played numbers. You know, the only place that it might be a little bit light in is some of the lower-end uh, public courses, you know, when I say lower end, I'm talking about, you know, if you're sub $40 greens fee, uh, a lot of nine hole properties, um, and that might be a little bit late, light in the data there, but it's all self-reported. You know, we, we kind of rely on the facility operators to uh, reach out uh, to our engagement on a consistent basis and supply us with numbers. So, you know, we're always trying to expand it as much as we can because you're right, it makes the numbers that much stronger. By the way, people can go to roundsplayed.com to find out more information as well as look at more of the numbers. We're going to continue to look at more of the numbers as we're going to keep Eric with us through our upcoming break here and continue uh, talking about the latest National Rounds Played report compiled by Golf Data Tech and the National Golf Foundation. Eric Matashevsky is the editorial director from the NGF, and he is back with us today on Tee to Green. And as I said, we're going to throw some more numbers at you. It looks like rounds played for June were up a little bit, but rounds played for the year are down a little bit. We'll get into some more of the factors affecting those numbers, too. Eric mentioned weather, and there's a few other things that we'll look at as we continue uh, on the other side of a break here, we've got Eric Matashevsky, National Golf Foundation, with us today on Tee to Green. And later in the hour, another look at the war between the PGA Tour and the Saudi-based Live Tour today on Tee to Green. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. No offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us. We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. 
If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332 That's 800-738-5332 Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free pricing information. 800-915-9654-800-915-9654-800-915-9654. That's 800-915-9654. The show by golfers for golfers. It's Key to Green. It's the golf show with Jerry Evans. I'm Jay Ritchie, Robert DeCosa, our producer and master control. And on the line with us from the National Golf Foundation, the editorial director, Eric Matyshevsky, we're talking about the latest national rounds played report, the mid-year rounds played report released by the NGF in conjunction with Golf Data Tech. They Every month they compile all these numbers as golf courses report to them on the number of rounds played, and then they come out with the rounds played report. Year-to-date, rounds played are down 5.7% from last year, but in June, rounds played were up 2.7% over June of last year. So it's kind of a mixed bag of news. And, Eric, one thing I was thinking about when you before we went to break and you were talking, uh, you mentioned that the information you get from golf courses each and every month. It's not just, hey, this many people played golf at our course this month. It, it, they break it down a little bit by, by gender and things like that, do they not? Well, we actually do that separately. So we have a participation report that we really dig into the demographics of the game. So we do that more on a, on a rolling average. We do it uh, quarterly. Um, and then we put together a full report kind of midway through the year and at the end of the year to take a kind of a holistic look at the, uh, the industry at large and give a sense of who's playing the game. You know, what do the demographics look like from um, age, uh, race, gender, um, household income? So we're able to kind of break it down beyond that. You know, that's not something that we have in the rounds played report, but it is certainly research that we do on a, an ongoing basis. And what are those numbers telling us? Well, right now, I mean, at the midway point of the year, we're still seeing a strong, uh, a strong occurrence of beginners. It's something that has uh, occurred the past two years. We've seen record levels of beginners, people giving the game a try. And I think, you know, there's a strong correlative effect here when we're talking about off-course forms of the game, right? When we look at 
what are the impacts of top golf? What are the impacts of having some of these simulator spaces um, and things like that, the five iron golf and uh, kind of the indoor venues that people are going to and getting exposed to the game in a different way. And in a lot of respects, it's not intimidating. Uh, it's, it raises that comfort level. And as a result, we're seeing more people come out to the game, give it a try. We're seeing a very strong turnout in people who've played the game in the past and gave it up for any number of reasons, right? We always know those golfers in our lives who kind of float in and out. They, they will play the game, and then next thing you know, they, they haven't played in three years. But, you know, we're seeing, again, the past few years, quite a few people coming back to the game. And that only helps bolster those numbers. So, you know, uh, that's, that's another reason why uh, play levels have been consistently strong the past few years. But in large part, it is the regular, it is the committed golfers. Those of us who are really passionate about the game, we're playing more than ever. Well, it's interesting that you pointed out, like with Top Golf, because uh, they opened up a facility in the, in the Colorado Springs area a little over a year ago. But uh, when you talk about facilities like that, I guess a lot of the people that go there to play are not intimidated because of the fact that you're sort of like in a cubicle. And when you go out and actually play on a course, you don't know what you're going to end up with. You could be in long grass, you could be in the woods. And those are things that are kind of intimidating. And, and I think that golf in general, when you have a facility like Top Golf, it invites a lot more people to go out and try it. Absolutely. And, and raise that comfort level, right? And I think that's the biggest thing that we see. That's the biggest difference when we do a lot of these surveys of golfers and non-golfers and try and, you know, really dig into the sentiment and the comfort level of, of, of these experiences. It's just getting that access. It's getting that interest in the game at a very easy, welcoming fun level. And then hoping that that translates to the golf course, right? Then it's a matter of, having those friends um, kind of encourage them to come out to the golf course to give it a try because we all know as, as intimidating as, as it is to play the game, as hard as it is to play the game, just going to the course for the first time, there's a lot of things that aren't really intuitive for a, for a non-golfer. Um, so just kind of getting that initial comfort level with the swing where you know I'm able to hit this in the air uh, and have some competency makes a really big difference. And, and so, you know, the numbers bear that out. I know for a while there, there was going to be a, quite a few questions about is, uh, kind of the off course forms of golf. You know, when we look at something like top golf, is it going to be cannibalizing the on course play? Um, and that's, that was a valid question for operators, but, you know, we're kind of seeing that the inverse right now seems to be true where it's, it's helping increase that interest, especially when you think about, okay, when are most people going to top golf? You know, for the most part, it's later in the day. It's, you know, when we can't play at a golf course anyway, because the sun is down. Um, so you're seeing a lot of people really get exposed to the game at top golf and venues like that. Uh, kind of after hours, after work, and uh, you know, getting together with family on the weekends, things like that. So, um, yeah, it, it's been a very strong benefit to the uh, the green grass traditional game. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that uh, continues in the coming years, because again, we're seeing the record numbers of beginners. We're seeing record numbers of latent demand, which is our measure of interest in playing golf on a golf course, and so. If the industry is able to continue to engage these interested golfers, these interested non-golfers, and get them to come out, 
it's only going to strengthen the game. Should we, the, the numbers that, that say we're down a little bit, should we be worried at all at this juncture? No, not midway through the year. And so, you know, that's a good question because a lot of people will just look at the monthly reports, right? And that's kind of human nature. You look and say, wow, we've been down four out of the first six months of, of 2022. You know, that's, that's, not, that's not great. But, you know, again, it's, it's important to remember we're comparing that to record levels last year. And if we go back further, right, if we just kind of look at where we are in 2022, midway through the year in terms of overall play, and then do a little bit of a historical comparison, and let's compare it to the previous 10-year average. Right now, we're 10% above. So, you know, if you kind of look at it that way and say, okay, we might be 6% down compared to last year in play, that's record. But if you look at the past decade, we're 10% above that. So engagement yeah. continues to be really strong. There's a lot of people getting out there and playing. I think, you know, your, your listeners are probably a lot of them who have struggled to get a tea time on the weekends. They can attest to that. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot to be optimistic about right now in the game. From the National Golf Foundation, Eric Matyshevsky is our guest. You heard him say at the beginning of the interview that he's uh, he's living in New Jersey. You guys recently had one of the live golf events there at Bedminster, and did you go to that event? Yeah, I did. I went out there uh, over the weekend to to get a sense of what the event is out, is all about. I think a lot of us have, have heard, you know, about have been reading and hearing about live nonstop. I don't think they could ask for any more uh, interest right now uh, in what they're doing with the tour, positive and negative. Um, and so, you know, I was curious to see what it was all about. So I, I took a drive up there uh, to go experience it myself. What'd you think? It was interesting. So, well, first of all, when we go to the venue, when we talk about the venue itself, Trump Bedminster, you know, he's got two courses there, um, two world-class courses you know, when the first one opened, which is the course that they were playing the tournament on, it was actually ranked among the world's top 100 um, for a year. And it's interesting because it fell off the next year and it's never returned. However, all this to say is the course is extremely good um, and the venue itself was built to host major championships. You know, that was the intent early on. So in terms of infrastructure, it was set up exceedingly well. You couldn't have uh, asked for anything better. I mean, it was easy access. It was well laid out. Um, you know, you had easy access to all the players, but you know, the, the experience itself, um, was, was very good. It's not as well attended, obviously, as, uh, some of the smaller tier PGA tour events, but there's, you know, what uh, did the crowd look amount. like? Yeah, there's a good amount of energy and certainly you're able to get close to the action. And I think the, the, the attendees certainly seemed to like that. What I did notice was it was very much of a younger crowd. And now I was trying to figure out, okay, well, why is this, right? And, you know, I certainly live as trying to appeal to a little bit of a younger generation and that I can understand, you know, a little bit different formats, uh, team formats, shotgun start. There's, there's right. music piped into the course during play, things like that. They had food trucks on the course. Um, you know, and I did overhear some of the fans saying, you know, this this is fun. I, I think they looked at this as a chance to kind of get out and socialize and see and be seen with some of the friends in the area. But I also wonder right. how much of that is, is free tickets, right? You know, how much is it is very discounted tickets where you're able to have 
uh, access to those. You know, if you're tech uh, savvy, right. you Eric, Eric we, we got to go. We're running yeah. out of time here, but uh, thanks no for worries. sharing the, that with us and for all the numbers from the National Golf Foundation. Good stuff. Sounds good. Eric thanks again, guys. Eric Matuszewski on TD this is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. 800-298-9093. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800 943 2153. 800 943 2153. Right here on Key to Grain, the golf show. Thanks for being the most important part of what we do. And thank you again for listening. With Jerry Evans, I'm Jay Ritchie. Got a quick reminder from our friends at Divot Magazine about Colorado's premier golf discount program and big news regarding the Green Saver 2. 
Uh, now in its 23rd year, Greensaver has helped golfers save thousands on green fees, golf products, and golf services. It's available in book or mobile format. You can save with free green fees, two-for-ones, half-off, plus free cart rentals, discounts on retail, discounts on lessons, club fitting, and more, and a late-season price drop. Regular $49, now just $29. Well, there you go. Yeah, for the Greensaver book or mobile, which are totally transferable to family. Great gifts for tournaments and fundraisers. Travel and experience some great golf without breaking the bank. I took advantage. I went down to Holly Dot this week. $15 for 18 holes with cart. <laughs> All I had to pay for was the cart. Did you buy anybody lunch? Or? <laughs> I was down there by myself. Oh, I just you bought yourself lunch. I just yeah. Well, I, on the way home, I did. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, so Holly Dot is uh, south of Pueblo, probably about sixty miles from here. And even with the increased gas cost, I still uh, save money than overall. Yeah, I still save money overall. Travel and experience great golf without breaking the bank. Play more, save more. The 2022 Green Saver, now just $29. For more info or to order, greensabergolf.com, greensabergolf.com. Never pay full price to golf again. Once again, as I always say, it's a great value. And if you enjoy craft beer, wine, and spirits, don't forget Brew Saver. For a complete list of venues and offers or to join, visit brewsaver.net. Perfect reason to try some of the best drinks at some of the best venues Colorado has to offer. You've been known to imbibe with an adult beverage once in a while, haven't you? Sure, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, we told you we we were going to tackle what was going on between the PGA Tour and Live Golf. We touched on it a little bit with uh, Eric Matuszewski, our last guest, who actually went to that event in New Jersey a couple of weeks back. Right. Yeah. It was interesting to, to note that uh, what, what he talked about with the Live Tour and, and – uh, attracting a lot of young people and that's kind of uh the way things have been going i think in a lot of different sports you're seeing that the younger generation is changing how things are done yeah well every young younger generation kind of does but we're seeing it seems like a really a bigger big change these days not just in golf but like you said in a lot of different areas yeah it, it's really true uh you know me being an avid bowler and everything like that you're seeing a complete change in the way that uh, young people are bowling these days. Uh, they just they go with the two-handed approach as opposed to a single-hand uh, release on, on the bowling ball. And, and you see that with, with the golfing as well, that, uh, that the younger people are kind of changing the way things are done as far as how they swing the club. You see that in baseball a lot too as well. Uh, it's just kind of mind-boggling to see how the changes are taking effect and how people who are used to an old standard are kind of being pushed to the side. Yeah. Some of the things that went on this week regarding the two tours, David Faraday came out and talked a little bit about it. Of course, he went to the Live Tour a right. few weeks back, and he said, you know, all this talk about growing the game and all this stuff, these reasons you're hearing from golfers for jumping to the new league. He called it all BS. He said it's money. <laughs> it, it is, it's yeah. It's money with him, and it's money with them. And good for him. At least he's honest about it. Well, sure, and you need to really be honest about it. I mean, that's why all these players jump ship. 
because if you even win one tournament, that's $4 million in the bank account for yourself. And even on the PGA Tour, I mean, the highest money amount that you can win is the FedEx Tour Championships. But overall, you're still looking at under $2 million for a championship on any one of the major events, but not counting the, the regular events out on the tour. John Daly came out and said he begged, begged Greg Norman to let him on the live tour. And Norman said, sorry, John, you're too old. <laughs> so I would have thought he would have said you're too round. <laughs> Between David Faraday and John Daly, there's a couple of personalities. Right the there. Boy, is that ever true. Cameron Smith, it looks like he's going to jump. He's going to be the next big, and this is a big get. For the, uh, for the Live Tour. It really is. Uh, he's been this up-and-coming star and a rising star in the, in the uh, overall golf game. And uh, for them to attract someone like him, once again, it goes back to young people influence, yeah. and he's one of them. Number two player in the world right now. Phil Mickelson suspended by the PGA Tour for two years for luring players to the Live Tour. Well... I don't think he's going to lose too much sleep over it. He went through a lot of problems there and a very controversial decision and, and everything. But when you look at it, what's what's happening, uh, the PGA, they're going to have to do something to change. He was suspended for two months back in March. He applied for reinstatement on June 20th. That application was denied, and they not only denied the reinstatement, they extended the suspension for Phil to March of 2023, and then when he played in the Portland Live event, they added another year to the suspension. So Phil has been suspended until March of 2024. Once again, I don't think he's too terribly worried. Look at all the upfront money they gave him. Yeah. Well, and and, and you know, luring players to the Live Tour. I think the <laughs> I would think there were millions of reasons why the guy it wasn't just phil i mean let's face it it's money once again faraday is right it's money mickelson and 10 other live golfers sued the pga tour three of the 11 taylor gooch matt jones and hudson swafford asked for a temporary restraining order so they could play in the fedex cup playoffs the first event this week in memphis that request was denied judge beth freeman said players were well aware of the consequences of their actions as they made them. Freeman pointed out that the players waited until late in the process to make their claim. She said they made a compelling case, but the plaintiffs failed to make their case. Well, that's how it goes, I guess. Uh, She also said any money earned via their guaranteed live contracts would make up for any monetary losses they would suffer from being suspended and not being able to play in PGA Tour events. Uh, Players argued that they earned their spot in the playoffs and should be allowed to play. One of the things that I guess I really look uh, into the future about, and this may be reminiscent of how uh, pro football had evolved, because you had the NFL that uh, they were – you know, the old established teams. And then you had the AFL that came in and they said, you know, we're here, we're here to stay. And then eventually they merged together. I'm not sure that the NFL, the owners on that side of the block were thrilled about, uh, you know, merging in with the AFL, but overall it turned out to be the greatest thing they ever did. And I'm, I'm a little surprised that the rulings, the legal rulings this past week 
went against the live tour. They had been on a pretty good roll. And a lot of these type of rulings, not just in sports, but in work in general, have come down more or less in favor of the plaintiffs who were saying, hey, we want to work. And judges are saying, yeah, you have no right to deny them work. Yeah, it's but free enterprise. Yeah, and free unless... enterprise, antitrust. But in this case, the judge ruled for the PGA Tour. I was a little surprised. And I wouldn't be surprised to see something like this go even higher in the court system. I'm not sure it'll ever make it to the United States Supreme Court, but it, they got they got some valid concerns that they are bringing up. And if you look at it, uh, you, you can't deny free enterprise in the United States of America. And so overall, uh, this could come down to a big showdown. And um, I don't know, was there a no-compete clause that these players uh, signed when they were with the PGA? Or, I mean, there were, there were a lot of factors at play that hadn't been brought out before, such as media rights and things like that, that uh, worked against the players who were trying to play both tours. And Judge Freeman herself afterwards said, it's not the end of this. We will probably this is probably going to go on at least for another year. And the big lawsuit is coming down the road. And what will that entail? Uh, well, that'll, that'll entail, I think the live tour coming at the PGA tour with guns ablazing. And a lot of people are pointing fingers at the lawyer for the live tour saying this guy wasn't exactly the best guy they could have gotten. Forthcoming. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I, I guess he made a few blunders or mistakes in his arguments in front of the uh, court, saying stuff like talking about the Arnold Palmer Invitational in Ohio, mixing that up with the Jack Nicklaus Tournament in Ohio. Oh, yeah. So uh, they, they need to get a guy steeped in golf, steeped in golf history, and an illegal expertise as well. And I don't think this was the right guy. Right. You got to know what you're talking about when you go into negotiations and, and uh, overall publicity concerns and whatnot. If you don't, can't remember the difference between Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas, <laughs> yeah. you're treading on some yeah. very shallow water. There. Credibility right out, right out the window. Okay. Forbes came out with their list of highest earning golfers over the last 12 months from July 3rd of last year to July 3rd of this year. No surprise, number one, Phil. Take, yeah. Can you take a guess? Let me see, $200 million? <laughs> No, not quite, but $138 million. Yeah. That'll pay a lot of his gambling. <laughs> <laughs> now be still. Number one for any athlete in any sport, by the way. And now for his career, he's over the $1 billion in earnings mark. So he's ahead of LeBron James in basketball? Yeah, LeBron's a billionaire. Tiger's a sports billionaire. Got a couple of soccer players. Roger Federer is on that list. But Phil has just joined the billionaire list for athletes. Uh, that makes you and I kind of like in the hundred errors, right? Hundred errors. I like that. <laughs> Dustin Johnson, number two on the list, $97 million. Bryson DeChambeau, number three on the list, $86 million. Brooks Kepka, $69 million, number four on the list. Tiger, with a paltry $68 million, has dropped to number five on the list. I'm sorry, Tiger. And only 44000 of that came actually on the golf course because <laughs> he didn't play a lot well, of yeah. last year after I mean, the, uh, after the accident. The rest of the top ten, Rory McIlroy, Sergio Garcia, a live golfer, Jordan Spieth, number eight, 
Patrick Reed, another live guy, uh, number nine. And he said, by the way, during the intervals when the live tour is not playing, he's going to go over and play the Asian tour. Well, why not? Free enterprise. And he's got the money to do it now. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Uh, uh, Charles Schwartzel rounds out the top 10 with $34 million. And you look at those numbers like that, and you, a lot of people say that athletes are overpaid, which, you know, depends on how you look at it. Uh, and when you, you pay top dollar for a player or an athlete, then what kind of return do you get? And that's what it's all compared to. Because you have to consider, are they an attractive uh, person or athlete for your organization, whether it's golf, football, basketball, whatever. Forbes, uh, current uh, issue issue of Forbes magazine. If you want to find out more of the list of highest earning golfers over the last 12 months and how they determine what criteria they used for that. Hey, we are not done yet. We're back with T.D. Green, after this, stick around. We'll be right back. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national healthcare alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. 
Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. Fastest hour in radio, quickest hour in golf. It's T to Green. It's the golf show. We're not done yet. Looking for golf this weekend. Tour champions are in the Pacific Northwest Seattle area for the Boeing Classic. Billy Andrade, Miguel Angel Jimenez tied for the lead at 10 under. Two shots better than Gene Sowers, KJ Choi, and Stephen Ames. The ladies are in Northern Ireland for the ISPS Handa World Classic. Not a lot of big names in this one. From the U.S., though, Amanda Doherty at 12 under, one shot in the lead over Great Britain's Georgia Hall at minus 11. Well, they're playing it out, and uh, they're just doing what they can. They've been over there in Europe for a while, the ladies' tour. Yeah, they really have been. I think a lot of them came home. That's why there's not a lot of big names playing in this event. FedEx Cup playoffs, the first of three events. The big finish will come in Atlanta later this month. This week, the St. Jude Championship in Memphis. Here's a leaderboard for you. J.J. Spawn, 13 under. Sepp Straka, 12 under. Trey Mullinax tied with Cam Smith and Will Zalatoris at 11 under. Nine players at 9 under, including Tony Finau, Matthew Fitzpatrick, and Ryan Palmer. Do you think Tony's going to uh, make a surge today? Oh, he's been red hot. He's been on fire. Yeah, he really has. I think he's got like 12 straight rounds under 70. Yeah. And he's won two of the last three events. I had about uh, 10 rounds under 70. Then I went to the second hole. (laughs) (laughs) To the back nine. To the back nine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but we'll see what happens. But uh, Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour Commissioner, looking at the leaderboard with J.J. Spahn, Seth Straka, Trey Mullinax on top. He's got to be going. He's got to be rooting for somebody else. Yeah, really, that's, that's true. They're being one of the you know the FedEx Cup playoffs, and you got unknowns. That's not good. Remember last week we had Michelle Redmond on talking about the Lando Lakes LPGA Legends Classic. Right, I remember near Minneapolis. Julie Inkster shot 67 yesterday in this 36-hole event. She leads Becky Iverson by one. Michelle Redmond is in the hunt. Two back at 69. Well, congratulations to them. Yeah, and Jan Stevenson did not play in the event after she was going to. Her best friend, Olivia Newton-John, passed away this week. Yeah. Tough news for everybody. That's going to do it. Thanks for joining us. Till next time, hit them long, hit them straight. <laughs>